from the F3 Nation podcast studios. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. Andrew Maggio, 35, Wirebiter. Wirebiter. Justin Weaver, 33, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Victory Coast, 35, Saganaki. Saganaki. Bob Blue, 36, Cal Patty. Cal Patty. COT Podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Well, you know, I was on cloud nine about the new intro, and then Red Baron brought me down a peg, James. How? Because How? he pointed out, rightfully so, and I didn't even really notice it when we were putting it together. Uh, and, you know, he's a, you know, what some would call a double respect. We'd call an honor at 67 years young. He said, well, you got everybody. He's 30 in the new Namorama portion of the intro. And he's right. He's right. So we're going to have to age diversify that thing a little bit before the next time we hit the airwaves. Well, let me ask this question. In COT podcast defense, <laughs> did we receive any uh, we, we, we had a, honors yeah, and respects? We had a smattering of Namoramas that were sent our way. And uh-huh. there definitely are some 40s. And I think there might have been a double respect in there. So we'll go back. We're not going to be here next week. I've officially decided we're taking next week off. Uh, because I have vacation with my family, uh, mm-hmm. Lake Week. RB will be there, uh, as will Lightyear. Um, uh-huh. And so I've just uh, made the executive decision that we'll take next week off. So that'll give us a little time to to uh, to right the wrong, apparently, that's been uh, you know bestowed upon the nation. Didn't mean to. We're not trying to be ageists. Here. <laughs> hope he gets hope he gets here with an ageism suit. Ageism. What's well, that? is that a word? <laughs> Hey, oh yeah, the board. I think so. Well, well, stand corrected. Should the uh, the packs provided material come to fruition with uh, yes. respects, double respects, um, yep. can't be going and pleasing everybody, RB. Well, but you know, accountability from the the nation's general, and we'll fall into formation quickly around here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a text after he hears this episode. Oh, absolutely. I'd be interested to know if it was a. Uh, was it a 1.0 hat he had on? Was it the general hat he had on? Was it a board of directors hat he had on? Which hat uh, was he wearing at the time? Of he could have been hatless. He could have been hatless. I don't even wear a hat. I don't even. <laughs> not just another notch on the old belt. Not even wearing yeah. a belt. Well, that's good for uh, taking a little hiatus, little midsummer uh, night's dream there. Little hiatus. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. um, next week. That's actually helpful for your boy too, because I'm sure. gonna find myself in. Uh, Niceville, Florida next week, which Excuse is me? A, a mere stone's throw, as I understand it, from the A1A crowd. Um, it's right I next have, to it's right next to Shitston. I have such a <laughs> early morning on Niceville. Wednesday. Is that a real place? It is. It is a apologies, apologies uh, to the people who call it home. It's just east of Eglin Air Force Base, which is hey now. I got some business down there. You have been uh, you've been traveling quite a bit. You know, this week's health update from Bones, which will be later in the show, is going to speak to you uh, because it's about airport food. Mm. Oh, yeah, I know. Which, by and large, is usually quite crappy. 
Um, yes, but I my guess is he's going to give you some good strategies to employ for how to not eat I need like a jerk. But it is it's so easy to eat like a jerk when you're traveling. So Man, easy. it's tough. I think we've talked about it before, right? But I I didn't travel a lot with my most recent job before this one. But the job mm-hmm. before that one, I was a global traveler, uh, pretty constant, which is actually why I left that job. Part of the reason. But then now, this new job that I've been in uh, for a while now, and then you know, COVID restrictions and other things coming, easing up in, in, in many a place has, has brought good Lord people to make up for lost time yeah. and yeah. pots of money sitting around that they had dedicated three years ago to spend on events and meetings and conferences and those things. And that you have to be very vigilant, man, as you yeah, well know, sure that do. conference life, you can, mm. before you know it, you've had 19 cups of coffee Yep. And 47 muffins in a span of two days. Yeah. And six so, beers, six beers. If you're not careful at the end of the night. Yeah. There's a happy hour. As last a lot. Night. Yeah. Shout there's out a, to Lockheed a Martin lot, and there's L3 a, there's Harris. A lot, there's a lot of jesters <laughs> that can peek their head around the corner when you're traveling solo. Uh, and so you've got to deploy some strategies. He's going to share with us that. Sweet Maria, Jamie. We're like four minutes in the show. We haven't even introduced ourselves and told people what they're here for. Now, most of them know, but this is the circle of trust podcast you got hello kitty and rapido here and so if it's your first time listening you've been like what are these two guys talking about but we're grateful that you're here and with us and if you're a long time obviously always good to have you on the show yeah welcome new listeners welcome repeat oh listeners uh we're, we're uh, flattered that you're here and you're probably interested in more about the news of the nation than the lobster risotto i had last night well wait a, you buried the lead <laughs> uh uh, what say you? Enough, no, it's all good, man. Listen, we're in the uh, the dog days of summer here. Uh, there's folks are on vacations and uh, moving uh, in and around the nation. In fact, I've noticed uh, the nation's Slack machine gets busy this time of year. The downrange channel gets busy this time of year. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to be in Destin. Hey, I'm going to be in Orlando. Not everybody's going to Florida, but they're going to other places. You know, <laughs> just sort of checking in where they're yeah. at. And so, one thing I would tell the guys just a little friendly PSA off the top before we tell you what's been going on. The other podcasts, some really cool videos that have hit the F3 airwaves is if you are, first of all, if you're in the nation Slack machine, keep an eye on that downrange channel. And I would also uh, ask that if you're managing a local regional Twitter account or even an AO Twitter handle, guys reach out that way to try to find out if a workout's on. Look, the map is there, but you trust, but verify right? We always Ronnie Reagan, uh, the AO. I know I do before I show up when I'm on the road. And so keep your eyes and ears open for guys that are traveling this time of year, especially if you're in a popular getaway destination. Um, just be ready, be looking because guys are probably coming to town. Yes, sir. Let's, Sorry. uh, no, you're right. I mean, I, mean uh, I didn't have anything else to add there. I, I think that coordination piece on the socials as well as the Slack mm-hmm. machine is is key and keeping that updated. So if that changes hands, be sure that somebody picks up that yes. account for that very reason. And also, not even the traveling packs. That's how you know new new guys find us all, sure. all day. Today, so it is it is a little heartbreaking when you tweet at a region and or an AO at when you're on the road hoping to get out and you, you know you don't get anything back so let's keep an eye keep our eyes and ears open we got t claps from portland we got him doing him stuff from a international convergence but let's share with you what's been happening here at the f3 nation podcast studios over the last week the stuff worth trying podcast which drops every weekend great episode last week with f3 schroeder talking about the recent 24-hour prayer vigil there's a lot of good insight a lot of good takeaways mm-hmm. 
uh, and some good things that you guys might want to consider deploying in your region. The roundtable had C-SPAN doing an eight-block archive, 43 feet, had John Rossman, the author of The Amazon Way, an expert in leveraging the Amazon leadership principles, and he talks to Dark Helmet about that, so that's a cool episode. Q-Source this week was talking about shared leadership and at an arm's length, but always right here in our heart, not an official F3 podcast, but it sure sounds like it sometimes. The minivan, I say that with jest for my man, Dryden Dark Helmet. <laughs> the minivan Centurion podcast rolls on talking about status redux. The episode before that, radical notions. And the episode before that, movement bias. Two guys talking about ways in which we can be those minivan Centurions and find opportunity to work towards the middle. And so that's what's happening in and around the podcast studios. Uh, a lot for you gentlemen and ladies listening to consume, but all good things that we believe can be a value add to your weekly F3 environment. I love it. So much, so much there. A little something for everyone, if you will. Mm-hmm. Speaking of so much there, the packs continue to amaze mm. uh, with their level of creativity, production, and ability to just take this awesome thing that's happening for them locally and and show it to folks. And one of the things that we are aiming to do here, quote unquote, from the nation level is share that stuff, a- amplify that, right? You create a really cool video locally. Maybe you've only got 400 people on your Twitter machine or on your Facebook page. Well, we got thousands here from mm-hmm. the nation level. So let's help you share that. So a great example are two things that have hit the nation's YouTube channel, our Facebook page, Instagram and Twitter account over the last week. The first one is the men of F3 Jacksonville. And we played part of the audio for you this last week. It was when their man Heisenberg kicked cancer's ass and came out of the cancer ward and all the men were there where we mm. uh, mashed up a cool video. We got a bunch of really neat video from the guys on the ground. He clapped the bada bing and the local guys for, for capturing a bunch of cool video. Well, then we did a quick little edit mashup, right? And now that's out on the nation uh, YouTube channel. And the guys from Katy, Texas, who just Fire. launched a new AO this weekend, right? Produced, it's called The Spillway. They produced a video and we tossed that up on the nation's YouTube channel under, under PAX Productions. So they're great ways for you guys to, to honestly help us and help us continue to connect guys to something a little bit bigger than themselves by sharing this kind of content, which is cool. Yeah, man, that the, the ringing the bell in, in Jacksonville as we talked about last week and then the mashup of that is just, it's super inspiring and wholesome. Mm. Uh, the content that you need to dominate your feed, not all the other BS that probably dominates your feeds. Yep. And the, yeah, the guys in Katie, obviously on fire. That uh, what an awesome AO! I'm, I need to make my way down there um, and post there just so I can do, you know, reverse bear crawls right. on whatever that concrete slope is, which I'm assuming is a some spillway. So correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but the men of F3 Katie set to officially now. I know the registration we can, might not be live. But we can make it official today. Yeah. Can we, can we so, talk about that? Tell us what's happening. Yeah, let's talk about that. I, I sent a note to my team here a little while ago to get a status update because we got a lot of different comm channels need to consolidate. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to add a grow ruck on the end of this year's 2022 calendar. The men of Katie uh, came to the team fired up wanting to host one this year as opposed to waiting for next year. I had my eyes on them for a 23 spot, maybe even mm-hmm. to launch us off of 23 but they are they are so on fire down there and addition by division and you see that in this most recent video of launching um the spillway 120 guys showed up for that launch um it was almost like a full coordinated seesaw they had sure was water sure stations was. and 
It, it was way more than and... just an. I mean, but what a great way to launch a new AO, by the way. You want to talk about yeah, Niner? Niner down there, the guy that's sort of the lead in the video. He is he is super on fire and fired up. Yeah. So it's awesome to see. Yeah. And so, um, we are adding that event. Looks like it's going to be the weekend of December uh, 9th and tenth. Don't quote me on the the exact dates, sure. but it is that second weekend. Um, or that right around there, wherever the calendar falls, mm-hmm. um, right, right beyond uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. And so we are aiming to get registration live. We, we've got some coordination with them to do and some some logo building and some pre-blast, uh, all the things that happen on the back end that, you know, then all of a sudden the thing sort of appears on the, the growruck.com website. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be going up live. It should be a, a, a hell of an event down there. They are claiming and we'll put this on the airways to hold them to it. They yeah, are claiming that they will have 150 guys sign up and go under the log. I mean, uh, to their credit, they had 120 guys show up to launch an AO. And there was a lot of sandbags. So in you've that got video. you've got Katie, you got Houston. Austin's not terribly far away. San Antonio's right there. Right. So the great state of Texas. You know. And even some uh, ombres from over, you know, New Orleans way is sure. a bit of a stone's throw, sure. but still, still doable. It's um, been a hot minute since your boy's been to Texas. Yeah, I haven't found myself in uh, sure in Texas state. in a bit. I used to travel there quite a bit. Um, so be on the lookout for that. We'll do some more formal official like, hey, registration's open. Be in the, the Grow Ruck account on Twitter, the Rucking page on Facebook, mm-hmm. all the socials and obviously on Slack as well. Um, so if you've, if you've been wanting to get signed up for a grow ruck and you can still sign up even for this weekend, we've got playing field coming up. Yep. There's 113 guys registered for that one. Awesome. Um, awesome. going to be a hell of a time over there in, it uh, is. in the nation's heartland up there. Can you call that the nation's heartland, Illinois outside yeah. of yeah, Chicago? Man. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. John, John Cougar melon camps from Indiana. They're right next door. <laughs> of course the Cougs knows all about uh, Illinois. Ain't that America? I was anyway. born in a small town. <laughs> but um, so you yeah, ever been to, you, ever take... been, you ever been to a Casey's General Store, Bo? Casey's General Store. You don't no, know about no. that, do you? That's one of the gas station uh, eateries of choice across that part of the Midwest. Illinois. Well, you ever had an ostrich burger? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, anyway, um, Casey's General Store. I'll add that to the list. Oh, you'd slightly love. Below, you'd love. Slightly it. below Bucky's. It's definitely, oh yeah, it's not even on the same level, but if you're looking for a good piece of, uh, you know, uh, gas station pizza and some chicken fingers, Casey's General Store has you covered. Bartman, all the guys at Illinois are, are nodding along right now. They're like, oh yeah, I traveled those roads of central Illinois many a night covering high school football games and Casey's General Store fueled your boy through a, a ton of it. I'll, I'll, uh. I'll, I'll chat with Bartman about that. Bartman's a trainer as well as Dark Helmet going up there for that event. You've that got be good. Uh, Linus Anaconda, Flight Nurse, and oh, he's going to kill me. One more. Uh, or, uh, nope. I don't know. Uncle There's one Rico. more country. Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico. Yeah, he's a local. You texted obviously. Me the other day. You texted yeah, me the other day. Obviously, he's the local there. Local yeah. yokel. So, my bad, Rico. I love him, man. Um, it's all good. Let's move on. Yeah, so it's going to be great great. great. um, this weekend. It's going to be good stuff. Let's uh, check in 
with Worthington from the Puget Sound. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, our number here, 844-4COT-PACS. If you want to be a part of the show, we'd love to hear what's happening in your region. You heard that we're taking next week off, so that gives you two weeks to load us up with content for when we're coming back. So give us a call, 844-4COT-PACS, even if it seems like something silly going on in your area. Call us, tell us about it. We'd love to share it here. And this is Worthington from the Puget Sound, but he's talking about something going on in Arkansas, spreading the love across the nation. Good evening. Hello, Kitty. Worthington, Nantan, F3 Puget Sound giving you a call. And I uh, wanted to give a shout out to my brothers in F3 Arkansas, Bentonville. We recently had a high-impact man, LifeLock, relocate him and his family to the Bentonville area. And uh, I'm a little bit biased. I tend to think that we have the best region in the country, but I'm going to be a little bit humble tonight. And I witnessed something from the, the men the true living third men of F3 Bentonville. Our man LifeLock showed up at his new home today, and they had a shovel flag welcome. And the high-impact men there in Arkansas had even mowed his family's lawn at their new home. So uh, what an amazing show of living third. And I just want to give a huge shout-out to those guys in Bentonville. Uh, truly, truly humbled and impressed to be part of such an amazing organization T-Claps from all my brothers here, F3 Puget Sound. We're out. Appreciate you, Worthington, uh, logging that report for us. And, and man, just sharing some love from almost across the nation, uh, which is pretty uh, pretty neat way to do it. Can we give out a T-Clap to our men of Portland, Oregon, my friend? Let's do that. Lumberg drops us this note. He said, fellas need some big-time taps. T-Clap because of what they're seeing and – and what they're doing, but they also want to have you guys take a little time and reflect on this. This is for our brother Walkman here in Bend. As of last week, he was a longtime contributor to the SLT prior to a move. Last week, in addition to moving his family, later in the week, he lost his father, Dan Riddling. And so we just ask that you pray for our man Walkman. It was a tragic uh, and senseless act of violence, a tough way for that to happen. It says loss is never easy, especially when the ones we love are taken in such a painful way our heartbreak for him and his family. So why don't you just to pray for, for Walkman and, and put some, uh, some loving arms around them from wherever you are. So the men of Oregon are stepping up across the board. We're passing the hat to get meals going. Uh, they're going to try to help out in any way that they can. And he said he wanted you to also say, just call, call your dad. If your dad's still around, he's still with you, give him a shout, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of those reminders to, uh, to lean in and, and just uh, talk to your loved one, send them a note, and uh, just be present. And so we want to send our love to our man Walkman and, and what their family's going through this week and the coming weeks and coming months and the next holidays that hit and all that, because we know it won't be an easy time. Yeah, it's a good reminder, right? It's, it, it's terrible that it's often the tragedy that, mm-hmm. that puts things into perspective um, about making a phone call. It's, it's too easy to do. It's five, five minutes or less. Could be longer. Could be the last time. So do that. Amen. Yeah. Starting good a new message. segment. We're starting a new segment here. I've just come up with it. It's called Scene on Slack. We don't have a fancy audio drop or anything like that, but here are three things I saw on Slack this week that I thought were cool. SOS. Yes. Oh, all right. I'm on it. Uh, I'll add that to the list of things I'd love to do and create. Uh, how about uh, seen on Slack, T-Clap, F3 Bunsen out of Fort Collins, Colorado at 14,193 feet atop Mount Princeton in F3 gear. Mm-hmm. So thanks for sharing that. He said, I've been on Mount Princeton. Have you? Yeah, I've climbed it. That's the only 14er I've ever done. I did it back in high school. Pretty good stuff, man. One of, most wild things of, one of the most wild things I've ever seen was to be above a thunderstorm that was hitting the valley below Whoa. down, down the be, mountain. 
That would be pretty yeah. cool. It also uh, snowed in June up there. Yeah, well, that'll happen as well. Uh, and then the second one was, I said three, but it was only two. The second one was the men of <laughs> F3 Spring Hill, Tennessee, dragging a forerunner around their beatdown. They had like, <laughs> they had toe straps, two guys on it. either end, uh, just dragging, a, dragging an SUV around. We've seen it where it's like, hey, we're going to push this Corolla around. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the forerunner, forerunner steps it up a notch. What is that, a smart car? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that big of a deal if you're pushing Disco Ducks Prius around. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Those batteries are kind of heavy. I if guess. it was uh, well, if it was Quiver's Honda Del Sol. <laughs> I mean, if Prodigal shows up with toe straps in the Denali, I'm out of there. It ain't happening. Well, that's a 2500 chassis, my friend. It sure is. With a capper on the back. It sure is. We're going to hear from Bones in a second, but we've got a one more T-clap to give out. And to so the men of F3, Boone, no surprise. Kodak posted this. He said, behold, maybe the first ever, question mark, international convergence. Hometown favorite Lassie represent F3, Seoul, Korea. Yobaseo. Uh, and Walter representing Southeast UK. All converged on the United Nations of the nation, F3, Boone. And they had a great picture. <laughs> and they were, of course, in front, of course in front of legends in downtown Boone. Respect. And so they had multi-continental country all uniting in one workout in F3 Boone last week. So thought that deserved a little bit of love for our man Kodak and what those guys were doing. Yeah, thanks, Kodak. Uh, and a, and a, a tap for them, too. Those boys were witness to a tragedy. Holy jeez, man. I'm glad you brought that up. I'd, I'd kind of forgotten about that. And uh, yeah. that happened over the weekend. So tell us a little bit more because we do need to turn our thoughts and prayers to that situation. Yeah, the... There's Grandfather Mountain is is up there in, in the base of it's at Linville and kind of stretches all the way to the backside of Blowing Rock as part of the range. But and there's an annual event up there that a lot of guys participate in both locally and some guys come off the mountain from down, you know, Hickory mm-hmm. area, gas yeah, town, slaughter probably was, slaughter even, was uh, there. Yep. Yeah, the QC as well, Fort Mill, all that area. And uh it's a race to the top. I mean, you just run, I forget how many plus feet of elevation it is but i think it's five miles from the bottom down in linville all the way to the top of grandfather mountain Mm -hmm. and it is at times just straight up you're probably if you're not jogging or walking and trying to run it you're bent over crawling up the thing yeah but at the beginning of the race there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people gathered at the base and a shuttle van moving people from parking areas to the to the start of the race uh appeared to have been a stuck throttle situation and a, a gas pedal depression as opposed to brakes and ran over quite a few people and injured a bunch and and one um one lady died yep. one, one lady lost yep. her life and so it was just a, a real just tragic shocking yep. thing that ended up obviously canceling the race and and all that um i, understand I think if i remember were, from conversations right there this week, some, of, some of our guys were right there and i'm pretty sure some of our guys sprung into action and started attending to those injuries, um, knowing those, knowing those hombres. Yeah. yeah so sure. taps that's, for that's taps for those guys, those families, that community. Yeah. It's a tight knit community up there. A, a race is supposed to be something of, you know, challenge and fun and liveliness and overcoming obstacles and pushing through yeah. things. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to have to try. You to never expect that. something like that to happen, uh, or nor do you want it to. That's that's for damn sure. All right, let's check in with Bones, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, to what we alluded to off the top of the show, because you've got a flight home today. Am I right about that? Or are you driving? Oh, no, flying back. Uh, flying back. Evening. 
So here's some poignant advice for you and all those F3 road warriors out there. Hello, COT Podcast. It's another great day for wellness. This is Bones with a health tip for the PAX of F3 Nation. PAX, summer is in full swing, and with it, lots of family vacations and traveling. In addition, many businesses are reinstating travel for their employees, causing highways, trains, and airports to reach those pre-pandemic levels. One of the most difficult things for health-conscious people to navigate is how to maintain healthy eating while traveling, and no place provides more of a challenge than airports. Airports are unique in that they restrict what you can bring in, offer limited options, and charge you double the money. So what should a health-conscious pack seat while traveling in an airport? Well, the simple answer is nothing. I know that this may not be the answer you were hoping for, but it is certainly the healthiest. Unfortunately, airports are loaded with food options that are processed fried and saturated with vegetable oils. In addition, most are prepackaged and frozen and contain tons of sugar and preservatives. Mm. In other words, most health conscious people wouldn't eat this food outside the airport, so why eat it just because it's the only thing offered? Let's be honest, most people spend five hours or less traveling by plane, including the time in the airport. If you eat something healthy before going to the airport, then you should be able to go at least five hours without the need to do it again. It's called fasting, and many packs already do it for up to 16 hours per day. Now, I understand that there are special circumstances where eating during travel would be necessary and having a strategy in place would be advantageous. The best strategy would be to plan and simply bring something with you. Even if it's a small snack to tie you over, it is better than falling prey to the limitations of airport food. If you do find yourself in need of food and you must purchase something, then I would recommend fruit, a healthy protein bar, or the purest form of red meat possible. Be wary of salads as most contain a variety of non-healthy ingredients and nothing is healthy about the dressing. So Pax, don't let traveling get in the way of accelerating your queen. Have a plan, pack a healthy snack, and save some precious cash by avoiding the food court at the airport. Kitty and Rapido, what are your healthy go-tos when you travel? Keep up the good work, men. This has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go. Yeah, man. Home home brought sack of dry roasted almonds or something to that effect. Right. And he's right about the problem when you're on the go, man. Like you're on the go, you're on the go. I'll just grab, get that meal in beforehand, get something healthy in you beforehand. Um and be ready to rock and roll. Just then don't, yeah. don't be, like I, I say, don't be a jerk. <laughs> don't be a jerk. Yeah, no, I agree uh, to a certain extent. It, it, it makes it challenging and difficult. And he's right on limited time travel. One of the challenges there is, you know, like this trip, I didn't rent a car. So right. if I'm going to, I'm going to take double the Uber so I can grab a salad somewhere before I get to the airport. Nah, but you know, I hear what he's saying. I need the guardrails of bones provides on a weekly yes, basis. You do. So. But I appreciate maybe it. as you're going to grab something later, you'll hear Bones's voice in your head, which which is really the goal for all of us at this point. Yeah, but if I walk by legal seafood and need a lobster roll or binge chili bowl for a half smoke, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge for your boy. 
<laughs> so anyway. If you had to um, read a quote that would be worth repeating uh, that would leave the men with an indelible mark on their hearts before the show is over, what would that sound like? Wow. An indelible mark is uh, no pressure at all. Quite a um, wordsmith over here. <laughs> uh, this week's comes uh, actually from, a, you know, you talked about seeing on Slack at a national mm -hmm. level. We obviously use that at a local level. And I saw one on there this past week that I grabbed quickly from our man Imp. Uh, here in the uh, lovely Carpex AO. Noel, and Noel Anderson. Noel Anderson, yeah. uh, Esquire, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he put out some uh, pearls of wisdom from one of the old goats of, of the head coaching world, uh, mm. Mr. Saban. Whether or okay. not you, you agree with Mr. Saban's tactics and techniques and principles um, – or not, I thought this was a this was really good something that speaks at the heart of what a lot of guys do here. What is it that you do here? What mm -hmm. a lot of guys are 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 doing with one another when it comes to blades and stone relationships and shield lock relationships, and that is um, the guardrails. Yep. And so it's a two. It's actually a two for one. It's two quotes. Quote: Here's something I know that I'm supposed to do that I really don't want to do. Can you make yourself do it? And then the second part of that quote is, there's something you know you're damn well not supposed to do and you want to do it. Can you keep yourself from it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So two parts to that, right? Doing something you don't want to do that you know you should and not yes. doing something that you want to do, but you know you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of wisdom in that. And that's a tough, that's tough sledding on, on your own. So, right. So that's a no OYO situation on putting those guardrails in place. So when you're presented with these options and opportunities, you make a positive choice, you yeah. avoid the negative choice. Um, and you have yep. some accountability, Dred's favorite word, um, for yourself and, and others around you. And it, and it, you, you have to be willing to be completely honest with not just yourself, but with other people. Right. right. So a way to put the guardrail up a, around not doing things you're not supposed to do is when you do things you're not supposed to do is telling those guys around you in proximity to you that you did it to begin right. with and owning it and having to face that music. That sweet chin music, having to face that music <laughs> of, of if you've, if you've butted up against the guardrail, maybe they right. didn't. You... Go ahead. No, that's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to say, and from a, you know, from a coaching perspective, his perspective, you know, in developing men and, and things and getting the, you know, peak performance out of somebody at their mm -hmm. position, right? Mm -hmm. like he's obviously had wild success at that. Um, people with, with high levels of skill and, and talent that, you know, grab the attention of an institution like Alabama. Yep. But you still got to perform. You still yep. got to go down there and be the best of, uh, of what you have to offer. And, mm -hmm. and battle it out amongst others who are uh, trying to take that starting spot. Um, mm -hmm. Next man up mentality. If it's not you, you're always working your tail off, ready to go at a moment's notice. There's a lot of life applicability there from a, from not just a, a team sports uh, perspective. So. Yep. Yep. Roll tide. Roll damn tide. Roll damn tide. Great show, Jack. <laughs> hey, Jack, look at you. <laughs> Men of the nation, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back in two weeks. You get a break from us next week, which I know for some will be good news, and for others, 
not so good, but that's all right. Uh, Faded breath. Absolutely. We'll catch up with you guys down the road. Remember, if another man hasn't told you today, we love you. The nation loves you. Go out there, guys. Continue to please get after it and go out there and continue to invigorate male community leadership. This has been the COT Podcast. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodas, 41. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 38. Repeat And this has been the COT Podcast.